Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Coffee Date with Purpose. How is everyone today? I think our Wi-Fi is a little off today, so everything seems a little slow going today. Or is it just the world that is slow because we're heading into Christmas and none of us are ready? Let's just be honest. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Coffee Date with Purpose. Welcome to those of you who are joining online, live, Facebook. And I also welcome those who are joining on our podcast, uh, Coffee Date with Purpose. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Hello. Love seeing all those lovely names popping up on the screen. Uh, if you're watching live, let me know who you are, where you're watching from. Actually, if you're watching the replay, post your name in there as well. Would love to know who is out there watching. Good morning, good morning, everybody. We are in December. What's the date? December the 8th. How can we possibly be in December the 8th already? Mm. Coffee is good this morning. This is my first one of the day. Um, so, new mug. Of course, <laughs> it is a gift from my friend Linda. Thank you, Linda. And it says, I know it's backwards on the screen. It always is. This girl loves Christmas, it says. And it's true. This girl loves Christmas. But this girl is not prepared for Christmas at all. I've bought two gifts. For, actually, the hardest ones. My mom and my mother-in-law. Those, like, anybody else have a hard time getting something for your parents and your in-laws Anybody? So my mom and my mother-in-law, I have them done. Uh, you need an espresso machine. I actually do have a little mini one, Jeff. <laughs> uh, it's at home. We have a Keurig here at the office. I also have the old-fastened Tassimo at my office, but that's not working anymore. So anyways, good morning, everybody. Goodness. Okay, we're going to take a poll. If you are ready for Christmas, you need to mark yes in the comments. If you are nowhere near ready for Christmas, you need to write no way in the comments. Let me know. How are you guys making out? Oh my goodness. I think because we have no snow and it just, I don't know about you guys, but snow, yes, yeah, see Sarah, snow just seems to make it feel... Christmassy. I mean, I know we don't like to shovel it and we don't like to do all that, but snow just makes it feel Christmassy, right? And then you kind of get your button gear a little bit more. Susan says, no way. <laughs> almost ready. Cindy's almost ready. Okay. Everybody's okay. Yep. Oh, a lot of people say no, 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 no. Okay. Let's get into the word today. Let's just get boogieing into this. So um, I just figured because since we are getting close to Christmas, we need to bring out some Christmas stories, right? Jeff says he's going to be ready December 26th. I agree. That's about when I will be ready. Don't you love when you don't have to get together with family until after Christmas so you can actually like not have to wrap their presents until after Christmas? Anybody do that? Oh, I do. Trust me. Mm. Okay. We are in the book of Luke and we're going to go to chapter two and we are going to start reading. Um, we're going to start reading from verse seven, but I just kind of want to give you a little bit of background information. So Mary and Joseph are traveling. They are heading um, from the town of Nazareth and they are heading to Bethlehem. 
and they're going there for a census. They have to be counted. That's why they are traveling. And it's kind of actually interesting. A little tidbit of information for those of you who don't know this is Jesus was born in Bethlehem and this was prophesied like many, 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 many hundreds of years before Jesus was even born. Check it out. In the Old Testament, it was prophesied that the Savior would be born in Bethlehem. So, you know, it's kind of cool to see that um, that just watching how prophecies have come into place and come out to be true um, many, many, many years before uh, Jesus was actually born. Linda has just joined. And Linda, I just want you to see that your mug that you gave me is the mug of the day. Just so you know, I know you probably didn't see that earlier. Okay, so Mary and Joseph are traveling. They're heading to Bethlehem for a census. And um, that's why they were there. They weren't actually living in Bethlehem. They were traveling there. And then she goes into labor. So um, everybody is heading there for the census. And so I want you to um, grasp the whole cool thing about God's timing. And, and we need to do a devotional on that maybe perhaps next week or something, just on God's timing, how God orchestrated for them to actually be in Bethlehem for the time of Jesus's birth. So Mary goes into labor because there is so many people coming from all over different areas because they have to come to their origin of birth um, for the census. So there's tons of people. So you can imagine there is no place for anybody to stay. There's not like, you know, you can't like book a Airbnb six months before and be like, hey, I'm coming. Can you save me a room? So Mary and Joseph are showing up. They don't have a place to stay. So they are looking for a place to stay. And as we know from the different Christmas stories that we've heard over the years, that everybody says there's no room, there's no room, there's no room. They finally come to an innkeeper's place. And he says, there's no room in my inn. But he said, if you want, you can stay in my, basically like his I don't know, what would you call it? We call it a manger, um, but it would be like the place where he kept his animals. And truth be known, it was more like a cave is kind of what it was where the animals would stay. Um, so there would have been like cows and probably sheep, um, maybe a donkey, manure, hay. Like it wasn't pleasant. It was anybody ever gone to a farm, a horse farm, anything? I mean, it stinks. That's the setting that this man, the innkeeper, bless his heart, said, you know what? I don't have any place here for you, but you can you can just stay with my animals. You can just go hang out in the manure pile and the hay with the animals. So we're going to read the story, Luke chapter 2, and it says, while they were there in Bethlehem, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. So that's where I want to pause right there. And I want you guys to think about the innkeeper. I know at Christmas time, we really don't talk about, we talk about Joseph and Mary and the angels and the shepherds and the wise men. We talk about all of those things. Today, I want to talk about the innkeeper. 
And I want to relate it to us as we go through, not only go through the Christmas season, but I also want us to think about just our lives as as people who are followers of Jesus, perhaps people who um, don't know who Christ is, don't have a relationship with him, but are seeking out more um, knowledge about who he is and exactly what he was. I want us to think about the innkeeper for a minute. So here, Joseph and Mary are going along. They're trying to find a place to stay. They can't find any place. They finally come to this place. This guy's like, you know what? I got no room for you. Like every room is booked. Um, if you want, you know, stay with my animals. What do you think in the moment, all he sees physically as we would as well. So I'm not trying to make this guy seem like a bad guy because we are all the same. When we would look at this couple, we would just see them as young couple, don't have much money, they're poor, she's pregnant. Yeah, you know what? You guys can just sleep in my barn. Like, just sleep in my barn, you know, and not really pay them much mind or much attention and not even really think about the baby. Like, it's a baby. It's a baby. What do you think would be going on in the innkeeper's mind at the moment, because at some point in time, as Jesus went through his journey, yes, in this moment, he's a baby. But at what point did he hear that that baby that was born in his barn, born in his cave where his animals were, at what point does he find out that that baby was the Messiah? At what point does he find out that God's son was born in his barn? At what point in his life does he go, oh, if only I would have known, I would have made space for him in my home. Is that not like a moment of just like, Oh, in your heart. How many of us have those moments where we don't make space for Jesus in our lives? Here, the innkeeper, to him, he was just any other person. Didn't even think much about it. Hey, take this space. Go ahead. You know, I'll make a couple extra bucks. Yay me. Okay. How many of us, when we have the realization of who Christ is, have we come to that point where we realize who Christ is? Have we come to that point of, of the awesomeness of who Christ is? And do we choose to make space for him in our lives? You know, move some furniture around in our lives to make space for him? Or do we just put him off to the side in the barn, with the animals, with the manure, with the hay, and say, you know what? This space is good enough for you. It should work for you. And, and, and you're good there. I wonder, oh, did, like, is anybody kind of like having an awe moment? I mean, when I am processing this, I think how many of us kind of put Jesus you know, like when we need him, we pull him out. You know, we pray, um, 
you know, when we're sick or when we need something, we're like, oh, Lord, you know, like we, we become holy and we become our prayers become, um, you know, so, so just so deep. And so, but then after, you know, we get what we need or things, you know, the worry sets away or the anxiety is gone and we kind of get back into the groove of our lives and the busyness and all the stuff that we have to do. And then slowly we start to push Jesus off to the side into the barn again. And he's not in our space, in our living space, but we go and we pull him out again when we need him the next time. I wonder how many times are we kind of like the innkeeper where we don't make space for Jesus because it just doesn't seem to be important. Food for thought, everyone. This I've been kind of just pondering and thinking about, especially through this Christmas season, because we do, I mean, I love giving gifts and we all love receiving gifts. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that. But as we go through this Christmas season, and not even just through the Christmas season, but through our journey as followers of Christ, through our journey of seeking out who Christ is, let's not have those moments where all of a sudden we realize we didn't make space for the Messiah. I can't help but wonder the moment the innkeeper realized. And I mean, it may not have been for years because Jesus' ministry didn't start till he was 30 years old. So we don't actually know when the moment was. He would have heard, he absolutely would have heard about this man, Jesus. And he would have connected the dots to realize that that baby in his barn was the Messiah, the God who created this world. So at what point does he go, oh, do we have those moments where we go about our lives busy doing working school life and do we stop and we go oh god I didn't make space for you this week I didn't make space for you today I didn't make space for you this month I want to challenge and encourage everyone today make space in your life in your home, and I mean your home and your heart, make space in your heart for Jesus. Honor, like, all, like, let him, like, live there, not just reside there when you need him. Let him live there with you all the time. And think about, you know, we don't do it for the benefits, but really, truly think about the blessing and the peace and um, the change of life that we will have when we have Christ living with us all the time, when we keep him with us, residing with us, and not putting him out to the barn, not making space for him. Something to challenge you today, encourage you today. I pray it speaks to you today. Can I just encourage you today? I'm going to make space. Write that in the comments today. I'm going to make space for Jesus. Let's not be like the innkeeper as we go through our journey in our relationship with Jesus Christ. Thank you everyone for joining me today. I'm so glad that you came on today. Um, let's have a cup of coffee and enjoy life. <laughs> mm. So 
anybody who is in this vicinity that you are able to come, you need to come out Sunday, 10.30 a.m. or 6.30 p.m. We are having our kids Christmas musical. You need to come on out and enjoy an amazing time together with us. If you are coming on Sunday night, we encourage you to bring along some kind of snacks or baking or chips or something like that because we want to have a time of fellowship afterwards. Church family, Cedarview Church, December 18th, we're doing potluck lunch, bring a hot meal, and we're going to have our, uh, what do you call it, gingerbread contest. <laughs> All right, everyone, have an amazing day. We need to pray. Let's take a minute to pray. God, thank you for today. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the reminder, God, that you want to take up space in our hearts and you want to be a part of our lives. So God, I thank you for that. But I also pray that we remember to allow you to take up space in our lives. Let us not push you off to the side, into a barn, into places that are not as pleasant, but let us invite you in to our lives, I pray. Thank you for all my people who are watching or listening on the podcast. God, I speak blessing over them. May they sense your presence. May they especially um, live this through this season, uh, fully aware of the reason for this season. God bless everyone. Have an amazing day. Bye.